You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. Alright, welcome back to Movie Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We've got Matt. Aloha. We've got my dad. What's going on? Also known as David. Um, and we're coming back with another uh, Matrix mini pod. As you can probably hear, I'm a little sick. Uh, coming off bronchitis, so I'm going to sound a little different. Um, but we are going to do um, The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. So we all watched this, I think, on HBO Max. So um, Because I didn't have, we didn't have the chance to go watch it in theaters. Um, so that might depict... How we feel this? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like these horror movies, horror movies are better in theaters or not, but whatever. Yeah. So, um, what, what we're going to do is uh, what we always do, and just kind of give our first opinions, and then we'll kind of dive into the movie a little bit, pick it apart, wh- whatever we think is good and or bad of this movie. So sounds good. Um, I'll start off with saying this is my least favorite of the three. Um, I don't think it's a bad movie at all. I think it's fine. I think it's doing what it's supposed to do. Um, the performances were good, as always. Uh, Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga are good. The guy that plays Arnie Johnson is, is, is actually pretty good in this. The, the uh, kid that was um, possessed in the beginning did pretty good. He was in it, Julian Hillard. Um, the, everyone else in this movie was fine. You know? it's, yeah. There's not a lot of people in this movie, which I think helps this movie a little bit. Um, but I like The Conjuring 1, and I like The Conjuring 2 quite a bit i think they're really good um this movie is not on their caliber and i think it's mainly because the different director uh that mm-hmm. it's michael is it chavez or, or mm-hmm. chavez something like that i thought it was just chaves but maybe that's I because think, i'm an ignorant redneck i think it's chavez um <laughs> he did the curse of la lorena and that movie's not good but it's in the conjuring universe they got him over here i wish they would have kept with james wan but you know you can't i was gonna say it. you know even though it was a different director and you could tell it's a different director as you watched it it still felt like it was in that universe. That, yeah, was, that yeah. was a good I thing. I agree with you, yeah. It, it did a lot of good things. Um, I don't really think there's a lot of that bad stuff in this. It's a very straightforward narrative. I think it's cool what they did with the story. It's not a straight-up possession, technically, story. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen it a movie like this done like this, but it's almost not a horror movie for me. It's not a very scary movie. It's got scary parts. It scared my wife a little bit here and there, so it's got those parts, but mm-hmm. it's not like the first two at all in tone for me. And I think that's probably why people don't like it as much as maybe I don't, I liked it. I honestly did like this movie. Um, I think it's getting a lot of hate, honestly, because yeah, I don't understand that though. And I think we'll talk about it later, but I think the reason it's getting a lot of hate is because it has the conjuring name in it. Mm-hmm. And that name is so hallowed kind of in, yeah. in recent years, as far as horror goes. And this movie is not very horrific. It's just, it's kind of like a thriller with horrific elements. Mm-hmm. And I think it, that's its downfall to other people. I actually didn't mind having a whole different type of movie. Yeah, a different type of horror movie. Yes, which was nice because from Conjuring 1 to 2, they do the same thing. Pretty uh, much, yeah. But The Conjuring 2 just adds more things into it, and I think it's a little scarier maybe, depending on who you are. Yeah, I like they're Conjuring both, 2 more than They're one, both basically haunted house movies. Yes, and this, movie, and this movie takes it out of that, and it puts you in a different place. I thought that was interesting. This one's funnier um, on purpose. Um, a couple of jokes don't land, but I think it's meant to be funnier um overall i don't think it's horrible but it's definitely the weakest conjuring movie um by far if you're looking at the conjuring it's we'll talk more about i'll talk more about what i I mean by that later yeah that's spoiler stuff but that's kind of what i thought um of this movie going Uh, man i i agree with you about 98 percent on this honestly i i agree with you 100 percent. this is uh, I'm sure most people will say this is, if they watch this, they're going to say this is probably the weakest film out of the Conjuring trilogy now. If we go the whole Conjuring universe, you got Annabelle and all this other junk. Well, but it's not as bad as most no, of, some of the other ones. Exactly. Not as bad as those at all. <laughs> exactly. So if you were to say just the Conjuring trilogy, most people would agree this is probably the weakest. However, it's not a massive step down from the first two films. Um, I, it still has, like you said, as far as a horror film goes, it's supposed to scare you. Now, fear is subjective. People are going to be scared by different things. That's, that's just how it is. Um, I think this movie is more interesting to me than it is scary. Now, it did have some great horror elements, and it had some sequences that had me pretty riveted and had me pretty freaked out. 
Um, but overall, I slept like a baby minutes after I turned it off. If that makes sense. So it wasn't. It I didn't. I get scared by these happy movies. Anyway. Yeah, it didn't there. just. It didn't just <laughs> terrify me. I thought the first two were much scarier. If mm-hmm. we're being honest. Um, but like I said, there were still several sequences um, that freaked me out quite a bit. One of them being, thank God I haven't seen a waterbed in 15 years. Otherwise, it would yeah. probably freak me out a little bit now. But, um, but yeah, I agree with you as far as everything else goes, Jordan. Um, it's still a, it's still a pretty, it's it's still a pretty good horror film. It's not bad. It's not great. It's like I said, it's a step down from the first two. But they didn't bring James Wan back, and I automatically knew it was not going to be on par with those first two films. However, um. This is better than the Curse of La Lorena from this no dude. Kidding. Yeah, I, so I don't know if it's because he's think, got better characters, and he was like, "Oh, I get I think, these characters." Or yeah, like, I, I think know. he's got a better budget. I think he's got better a better crew. He's got a better cast. I think he has a bunch of better things going for him because I agree with you. He did the Curse of La Llorona, and that movie's not very good. This is much better than that. Um, so yeah, but Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are great. They're the heart and soul of this franchise. Why you love these movies is because they're great in these movies. Um, uh, and they're just they're just fun to watch, you know. They're they're interesting characters. Um, and the sub the supporting characters in this cast are pretty good as well. I think the writing's clunky uh, in parts. Uh, it didn't really gel one hundred percent for me. Um, but and and honestly, it felt a lot shorter than it was. I thought it was like an hour and twenty minutes long by the time it ended. And that's maybe just for me. It moved at a very brisk pace. I was surprised by that. It was never really boring for me. But yeah, overall, I was. I was prepared to be disappointed when I went into it, and I walked out of it going, I wasn't too bad. When you walked out of your living room? When I walked out of my living room <laughs> yeah, to my bedroom, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I said, that wasn't too bad. I enjoyed this movie. I thought that, uh, okay, say, if you were new to this universe even, and you hadn't seen the first two Conjurings, this wasn't a bad movie. You're going to have to. I think, I think you would have enjoyed this movie. <laughs> well, you're actually the first two. <laughs> no, you don't, on. but I'm saying Not most really. of us have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most people who go in to see The Conjuring have seen the first two before they see the third one. Sure, sure. But if you've only seen the third one, it's not a bad movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, it, it moved along brisk pace. I never got bored. That's something I always say every week. If I get bored, I'm gone. I'm yeah. not interested. <laughs> I don't care about the movie. David, out. <clears throat> but I never got bored during this movie. It, it just it kept at a good pace. It kept things kept drawing me in. It was just it was it was good. It was not scary. Of course, it takes a lot to scare me, but it was not scary. There were creepy elements throughout this thing. Mm-hmm. When that kid was on that table, <laughs> creep. Yeah, well, and I want the, to talk about that for in, sure. <laughs> in the morgue, things like that, the creepy stuff. Okay, but overall, I agree. This is probably the worst of the three, but it's not bad, not at all. Yeah, and I hate to say, you know, and that phrasing, I agree, it's the worst. But I hate to say worst because it's not a. It's it that's makes you thing. Feel, it sounds like, like we're trashing it. It's almost like Insidious: The Last Key. Like that's got like that's the worst. It is hands down. But that's a bad movie. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I like the first good, two yeah. Insidious. And James Wan did the first, anyways, the first two. So, but, um, but anyways, yeah, you're right. It's it's definitely the worst. But I would I hate to say worst because that makes you feel like a bad connotation. But you, you have to. You it know? is what it's, it is. Mm-hmm. It's it's the weakest. Is I guess I don't know. It still sounds bad, but. Um, it's just starting off this movie. I don't like the title. I'm just gonna go there. I don't really. No, like I didn't it. care for it either. I, it's like, I would just been the Conjuring Three. Me too. Um, Spider Man's doing this, and like Spider Man, Sam Raimi, Spider Man's perfect. One, two, three. Um, yeah, I hate how I hate homecoming. when they get. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I've never liked that side rant. I've never liked that about films mm-hmm. when they when instead of when they make a sequel instead of just making it numerically two, three, four, whatever they put colon. Revenge of the Fallen, colon, yeah. The Last Night. I don't know why I'm going Transformers, but you understand what I'm well, saying. I did it. And especially with this this franchise, people know Conjuring. So, you know, they, they refer to Conjuring 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Keep it simple. Keep it easy. Mm-hmm. We're happy. And it's based <clears throat> off of an actual story that was that people refer to as The Devil Made Me right. Do It Trial, which I understand that. I still think it's a dumb title for a movie, if yeah. we're being honest. And I hate whenever the subtitle is longer than the title. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I You're making me read more. What's I up with that? I would rather it just be called Chapters. Like, I, I, you know, Insidious does Insidious and Chapter 2. Chapters is fine with me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's kind of a... That's, that's just... If I had to say just a side or even, I agree or, with you though. Or even case number three or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, because they're each individual were, cases. Case would have been a good idea. Yeah. For these. Or like a quiet place part two, something like that. That's yeah. all we need. Anyways, that's not really a big deal, but it is. I just when it first came out, I was like, wow, I hate the title. Um. <laughs> anyway, so you start out with the probably the best scene of the movie, or Hands probably down. the creepiest scene. I don't know if it's the best. I like the I like the end, but um the 
most conjuring part of this movie, I would say, if you want to go there, is the first part. You're really just stuck. You're put into a haunted house again mm-hmm. of a family that has been possessed, and it's a child this time that has been been possessed. So, like, uh, what an eight or again, n- an eight or nine again. year old boy, an eight or, an eight or nine year old boy is yeah, out there. It's about this, a little bit younger than the girl in the second one, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, they have, they have him on the table. They're doing the exorcism thing. Um, which it looks like the other one. It's super stressful. Um, it's super. I mean, I I have a pretty decent sound system in my house, so and I think we we all do. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, my sub was going off like, mm-hmm. said, the score's good. My wife sent me a text and was trying to go to sleep. She goes, turn that down. Yeah, it, <laughs> so it was very, so it was rattling my house too. <laughs> it was very good. It had my it had me invested. It's good when you have a first 10, 15 minutes of a movie and it's riveting because it makes you want to see the rest. I don't even think it was that long. I think it was just like five minutes or so, maybe. I mean, maybe I mean, closer what, to whatever, 10, but I mean, Whatever it was, yeah. And you get. Th- I just want to say it really <laughs> affected you in that short amount of time. You get all this stuff. You get the warrens in there. You get the priest. You have to get a priest to come in. Um, you get a lot of the jump cuts, which are which are good in horror films. I don't like them in most films, but they're good in horror films usually. The, yeah, it uh, totally depends. Those jump cuts kind of make me mad. But uh, you get a lot of stuff. I mean, you get... This kid is possessed. You don't get much about it. Um, you just kind of get, hey, he's possessed. And they're like, well, put him to sleep. You know, we'll do our thing. And then um, you have a really horrifying scene of the kid going into the shower. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's blood coming from the shower. It's mm-hmm. not really there. He goes. Um, they go to get him and stabs his father. You know, all this good stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so they have to exercise. He's like, we need the priest now. You know? Um, and so they get on the table, you know, exercise this kid. Well, you know, and not just that, but when they're bringing him down the stairs, yeah, the I mean, there's cloth, thing. claws, all claw marks all throughout the walls. You can tell there's something attached yeah. to him. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was yeah, great. he's like pulling him, uh, and he's got resistance. You know, because uh, Ed Warren's got him, because he always gets him. I don't know why they. <laughs> Poor Ed. <laughs> Ed's always the one that's the. He's the man. Um, even though really Ed's not the man in this film, um, he <laughs> that's kinda true. Is, but he kind of is. <laughs> L- um, Lorraine's kind of the superstar of these yeah. movies, if we're being honest. He's just pulling him down the stairs, and you can see there's resistance. And He's the muscle. Yeah, <laughs> and then there's a claw. Mo- there's claw marks. Well, that was kind of mm-hmm. that was pretty well done. I thought the hand over the shower was almost was creepy. creepier than yeah, anything else good. that happened. Almost, it almost reminded me of the Grudge, probably because he's in a shower. <laughs> you, know, yeah. know. you know, they they showed that in the trailer though, so it's kind of a disappointment. Yeah, I only it's watched. Like, one trailer and I did too, and I only it, watched it once. And to be fair, I do think the trailer was a little. It gave a little too much. I, I would have liked to see a couple of the things. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Trailers you have to have trailers to have people come in. So, um, but no, they have to do all this stuff, and then of course this demon kid can make things fly, mm-hmm. and so he hits the priest over the head with a freaking plate, knocks the dude out. Right? Yeah. Um, this is when it gets like it's already tense, but and this is. I don't like this stuff. I'm not saying it's not good. It freaks me out when they contort. Yes. That's the and, stuff that freaks me out the most probably in this movie. And it's not even the contortion. It's how good the sound effect is of the contortion. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you have no sound effect for contortion, it's just contortion. But when you have the bones it's just somebody like, rolling around, yeah. buckling and breaking and, you know. Mm-hmm. And, it, and this kid, like, goes up under himself and mm-hmm. is, like, talking to his sister or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, out. I'm out. That was creepy. Yeah. And usually I don't like that. When I say I don't like it because it's been done a lot, I mean... People going upside down, going at people, whatever. But for some reason, this felt like genuinely good and not like a trope. Yeah, it felt right. Because a lot of people was like, "Oh, let's have a kid go upside down and run at people." That's scary because it is. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but they kids do, are always creepy, though. Man. They are, and they do it really well in this film. And then this kid is just demonic. Um, whatever's inside of him at this point is just horrible. Um, and he just starts attacking. You know, I th- I really liked <laughs> the attack scene. I don't know. I thought it was, it was very freaky. He just jumps at Ed. You know? Oh, when he jumps on his chest yeah. and starts pounding like, oh, him. Yeah. And he's like, he puts his hand on him and like, there's like a sucky thing. And then it, I guess Ed's He's trying to like collie ma him and like <laughs> yeah. pull his heart out. He like stops his heart or whatever. And Arnie is like, stop, please. You know, he's like yelling at him because Arnie is this kid's sister's boyfriend at this point mm-hmm. and he loves this kid uh, as his own and so he's yeah. like take me instead it, i actually that actually i thought was a pretty good moment because in that moment you know first of all ed's fixing to die yeah and this demon's just pounding his heart and he's like die old man <laughs> something like that yeah, yeah he said it's time for you to die old man yeah like, Gosh. and and arnie grabs him and he you know and i feel like that's how a lot of people would feel if they were in this moment they say you know you're why are you picking on a kid? He's just a kid. He doesn't know any better. Leave him alone. Take me instead. And right there, I went, oh, no, Arnie. Don't say that. 
Don't say that. I mean, from the trailer, you knew Arnie was not going to have it. Yeah. That's time. true, if you saw the trailer. But if you went into this completely blind, you had no idea. And then, and then yeah, of course, it I mean, takes him. It's a pretty cool scene. I mean, he goes, take me. And it's like it's like the the possessor mm-hmm. um, was contemplating if it should. Because it was like, oh, maybe I can do more. Because this, this guy is probably like 20-something. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not, not a great... He doesn't, they don't tell yeah, us. Yeah, probably in his early 20s. Early 20s. So he probably has more... Uh, this is before you know the lore, of course, of what's going on. But in in my mind, it made me think, well, it probably has more chance to do stuff in this body because it's stronger, whatever. And, of course, Ed is the only one that sees this happening, and then he passes out. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Oh. From a heart attack. <laughs> because that's the thing. is like I was like, oh, this shouldn't be a problem. Ed saw it. So we can just be like, hey, Ed, Ed should just speak. Because mm-hmm. I didn't realize that this thing was like making his heart stop. Honestly, like I, yeah. you don't know. He's on top of him, like beating him to death, basically with his heart. And so they call an ambulance and everything. And he just passes out. I'm like, oh well, that's how. Because I was wondering how they were gonna do it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Ed saw it. So if Ed just says, "Hey, Lorraine," it's in him. Yeah, because he's saying, it's, "Arnie, no, don't, don't talk to it, Arnie. Yeah. Shut your yeah. mouth." Um. I thought it was a good se- first sequence. I don't know. If I could've. agree. I no, think I it's thought it really draw drew you into the movie. A hundred percent. It was a good first step into the the story, and it kept you on the edge of your seat, and you just wanting what's going to happen next. I agree a hundred percent. It's probably it. Uh, it did draw you in. It got you wrapped into the story, and it. I think it's probably the best sequence in the movie. Um, but it still made me invest. It made me invested in the rest of the film too. Uh, and then you get that crawl afterwards where it explains. Um, you know what you're about to see basically yeah it's interesting these are all based on cases so you have to you have to you have to decide yourself if you believe in this type of stuff because it's based on real events and then the at the very end there's this thing that we're talking about that i thought was made it even creepier but um it just it's it's crazy how they do these movies because it depends on your state of mind if this stuff actually happened and it's funny because right after the well at the at the end of the movie I kind of looked it up online about this case, and I actually found an article from 1986 when they were talking about the case and him getting out of jail, that type of thing. It was really interesting. Hmm, that's cool. Uh, I wanted to look up more about it too. Yeah, that's how. I mean, it, like, it interested me. So yeah. yeah. So we'll go ahead and do spoilers here. Um, we're about to get into Arnie's stuff, and Arnie's getting into some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll do spoilers. No, I am your father. I see. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He's the one. Um, so you kind of you kind of cut over to Ed. Ed is now a worthless pile in this movie. Now it's not, I'm not saying he doesn't do anything, but they've definitely did this on purpose so Lorraine can shine more. Lorraine's always shit. Mm-hmm. It's always shine, but this is her movie, and Ed's and just kind of there to do his thing. Yeah, but. If he was able to muscle the way he's able to muscle, this wouldn't have been but I, the same, I think. I, I agree. I think they did it for another reason. I also thought that the way the story panned out, I thought that they kind of disabled Ed in the beginning of the movie to add more tension throughout because he had a heart attack. They don't even want him to get up and answer the phone at one point in the film. So every single scene that occurs throughout the movie, you have that in the back of your mind. Crap, this guy just had a heart attack at the beginning of the movie. Uh, he, he doesn't need to be around. He doesn't need to be in distress. He doesn't need to go through this. Um, so it added that extra level of tension that I, I enjoyed quite a bit, too. And every other scene, he needed a nitro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't I don't like it. I don't. <laughs> I thought I thought it was. I thought that I thought it was good as far as what they were trying to do. I think they overdid it, though. Like how many times? It yeah, hit him. because like I'm every, a heart attack, it's like so. it's like it's like every scene he needed he needs a nitro. Every scene needs a nitro. Every scene needs a nitro. Oh, they a keep, pill? They keep, yeah, yeah, they keep going. Oh, okay, that's, that's, they, that's they, what that is. That's, keep, that's, that's what I figured. I was, I'm sorry. I know but what you mean. Okay, I was I was confused. Just for we a work in the pharmacy, so we just thought of like the nitro. Um, I'm dumb, sorry. but it's like every other every other scene. It's like he needs to pop a pill. Got to have that pill, or you know, got to got to do this, got to do that. And I thought that was overdone just a little bit. I think I think no that. Yeah, I can see that. But I think my main gripe for this movie, other than it's not scary, which it's not a bad gripe because I actually like the way they did this movie. Um, I don't mind not to be scared as long as the story's interesting. We talked about that already. But mm-hmm. it was interesting. But I think my main thing is I would I understand that he had a heart attack, and that's that's horrible. Uh, and it happened. I just almost would have preferred him not to be disabled. And I understand that it, it had tension. But the other two movies had plenty, ten- had plenty of tension, and he was perfectly healthy. So I don't love when movies disable a uh, main person to build tension. I think it's kind of a cheap way to do it. 
Um, now, it works in this movie. And, of course, you have to ask yourself, we don't know the actual case. True. So he it may have happened. had a heart attack. That's for all true. We know. If, 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 it's, if it's true, oh, I can't ask the guy. Be something to look up. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't so, know. And it's fine. Like I said, if I had a harp, that's a nitpicky thing that I thought of. But that's but the only nitpicky thing I have. Um, really, that's that nitpicky about, other than the, like you said, that, I don't think clunky dialogue is nitpicky. That's just true. Um, so, I, yeah. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, since we were talking about nitpicks, this isn't really a nitpick. This is probably, this was just my interpretation of how I thought the film was going to go. I was, one thing I wish they would have done the way the movie presented itself in the trailer is he, Arnie has to prove that he did not commit this murder. He was possessed by a demon. He did not commit it. Um, I thought the movie was going to be in the same vein as the exorcism of Emily Rose, something to that matter where it's just wanted a few good men, but a demon possession. (laughs) Honestly, I thought it was going to be, I honestly thought it was going to be more of a courtroom (laughs) drama. And then, well, of course, still having investigation uh, investigating horror elements in there as well. There's there's two (laughs) scenes. There's two scenes that total maybe a minute and a half where they're in a courtroom. And I just thought that they were going to dive more into how he tries to prove his innocence, but they didn't touch on that at all. I mean, they just, I feel like you just, and I think that's probably because he couldn't because there's, they don't believe in yeah. this. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I wonder, just wanted to see that. <laughs> but I wonder how much where they were, where they were in the courts. I could see them well, just being like, ah, he's lying. You from what I, from, from what I have read and stuff, the judge threw it threw it out completely. Yeah. He says he said, uh, as far as your defense goes, no, they ain't gonna fly here. So just we don't even get it. that much though. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think the judge uh, says anything. Yeah, just, yeah, but that maybe that maybe does say he's like. But that may be you know, why they didn't. Maybe yeah. why they didn't pursue so much of the. I understand. I just because I, from the trailers and everything, that's how I thought the movie was going to go. I, I thought it was going to go in that direction. I never thought that. Really? Yeah. I, I was <clears throat> when I watched the trailers. When I watched the trailers, I was kind of like, I wasn't sure what they were going to do with it. Um, I just kind of felt like it's got potential, but I really don't know. Yeah. And so I, I didn't know if it was going to be the courtroom thing. I didn't know if it was just going to be the story outside the courtroom, and it was just. You know, something to watch. I yeah, just, like I said, I'm was, not. Was, you know, I there. get what you're saying. I'm not mad with the story that we got. I found it interesting. Still, I just thought we were going to get Ed and Lorraine kind of doing their investigation thing, which we get, um, as well as more information on him trying to prove his innocence and him trying to prove this demon. But, um, but there's nothing scary about a courtroom. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's really unless that. you've, of course, there's not much scary about this movie. Unless you're trying to have a speeding <laughs> ticket or something. Yeah, so. I, um, I think the best line of the movie is interesting because he he says i think it's about every time that you um swear to tell the truth you mm. say god is real i think it's time to say the devil is real mm-hmm. and i think that's completely true it's very and, interesting and, and yeah it's a very interesting i'm not saying that you should be able to go in a court and be like oh a demon possessed me if i killed 14 people and i'm not saying you should do that but in certain cases like this one in this especially in this universe it's crazy that they don't agree, that they, they say demonic possession is not okay if you can bring the proof, right? I mean, like, I just think it's a very good line. I never thought about that. You say God's real, but you don't say Satan is. I mean, if you can say yeah. one is, you got to say the other is. I think that's a good line. And it's, I it's, agree. It's I trailer, thought it, I thought it was very interesting, and I was sitting there going, man, I wish they would have explored that a little bit more. But yeah. I, I agree with you. I do think that's an interesting line, and it even carries over to um, once once Arnie's possessed and everything, and they try to go about proving his innocence. They sit him down, I think it's in the jail, right? And they have... Yeah, it's in like a one of the rooms in the jail. Yeah, like an interrogation room, and they have um, these holy objects. I think it's like a cross and holy water, and they have him read Bible scripture, and they're like, something's up. Uh, you wouldn't be able to do that if you were possessed by a demon. And that's when they realize that the demon said, peace, I'm out. Like, yeah, and before we even get it there... It dives into the plot a little bit more. Yeah, and the plot's, uh, plot's good. Before we even get there, we get to the part where Arnie's just like... A mess, you know. His, his, he's at work. He's seeing things. He's seeing a woman um, that we've already seen once in the house, and so you're like, "Well, it's weird." And then you know, he starts having uh, like a nightmare sequence dream where he uh, thinks he's being come at from this weird upside down woman type thing, and then he takes the knife and stabs that upside down woman 22 times, and it just happens to be the landlord. Or the guy he lives with. Or yeah, that that whole <coughs> sequence was kind of weird. 
Um, I get where they went for it. It it was just strangely cause it shot. Come, cause and it comes everything. back later um, of what this lore of this possession is, um, because you like you said, you find out later that this demon has pieced or this possessor has pieced out, and they're like, "Well, you can't do that." They're like, "I." It's like I've done this a lot of times, and that's not something I've that never happens. seen that before. <laughs> and so they. They, you know, they do the courtroom thing, or whatever, and they're like, "Where are you going to jail?" And the guy's like, "I know he's going to jail." She and this is when it's some funny stuff comes in. He and she goes, "How am I supposed to um, defend him if I can't even believe you?" He goes, "Just come to our house. Just come, eat, just come meet Amy Annabelle and see if you'll see if you want to do it." Yeah. And then it cuts, and I thought that was good. I thought it was mm-hmm. funny because we all know to live in a house of horrors. Mm-hmm. Um, no joke. And so she defends him. She, But he goes, I mean, I know he's going to jail. There's not much we can do about that, but we can at least maybe get him off the death sentence. That's their thing. Yeah, because they said, they said right away, they're looking at the death penalty. That's the thing is, they, they don't, they're not really trying to get him out of jail in this movie. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get him off of death row. Because right. they're like, there's no way that we can technically get him out of jail. Because he killed a guy. Straight up killed a guy, and there's, his hands, his prints are on the knife. His own knife it's covered in blood. blood. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to get the death penalty off this young man that has a life that has got ruined by a possessor. And I'm going to keep calling him possessor until we come up with what it is because it's definitely not what I expected. And I liked it. But so they do their investigation work. Uh, they go to the house, you know. You know, we, we already saw the, you know, in the beginning of the um, waterbed. Water kind of get to yeah. see them move in. Uh, we get all that stuff, and yeah, because it cuts to it five cuts, months earlier, right? Yeah, six, and, five or six, and it like shows, that. and it shows them moving into that house where the demon first encounters the little boy we see at the beginning. It's of the movie. It's very Conjuring one and two, right? That's that's reminding me more the most of Conjuring one and two. A house that, family moves into a house. Yeah, a, a, a possessor decides, hey, I want this kid. Yeah, and it's only for like five minutes. Yeah, so. and it's an interesting question to ask because the daughter, the the sister goes. How does a nine-year-old boy, my brother, accept a demon? Mm-hmm. He's like, he wouldn't even know what it was. How would he say, yes, you can possess me? And he goes, I mean, things can happen. You know, that's kind of what they say because it's like, they don't know. I mean, it's like he just got possessed and that's all they know. Because they, they've done hundreds of cases up to this point, they said, right? And like that. And they're like, well, I mean, they just accept it. It's just part of it. And they look under this rug and it's like, yeah, it's water damage. And they go... Oh no! Ed said, "No, it's not. That's not." And they don't explain it. It just looked like corrosion or like necrosis. Mm-hmm. That's what it looked like to me because we know what it is in our minds. But um, and then Ed's like, "Well, I guess I should go look." You know, and he can't even move. He's yeah, like, he can barely walk. You know, and well, be careful down there, dear. Yeah, I mean, and I feel bad for the guy because I, as a husband, I'm like, I'd obviously want to be the one to go down there, and not make my wife who has already. Probably spiders. She's a she's she's yeah she's not weak. When I say weak, I'm not saying like as a woman. She just her she's just frail because of all the stuff she can see. Yeah, and so it weighs on her. And so every mm-hmm. time she gets near something uh, supernatural, it just like her spirit is so weak. Sometimes he yeah. just doesn't want her to die. You're right, and, and so, he's trying to be sympathetic. You'll get your dress dirty. Yeah, yeah, and, and then the cute, both their women kind of go like, okay, but she goes down there, and nonetheless, there's rats everywhere. That's a problem. I don't care who you are. There's rats. That's a problem. <laughs> they have like 20 rats. That's the house. least of their problems uh, at this point. They find a totem at this point. Or, yeah, that's what they call it. Satanic movie. totem. They find a satanic totem. Not any totem. totem. It's not a top from Inception. Yeah. This is a satanic totem. They find this like skull totem, this satanic skull totem or whatever. And at that point, they know they're dealing with something not what they're used to. Mm-hmm. This is not a normal possessor. And this is not a normal case for them. And so they well, like... At this point, did she say this is the work of a witch? She does. So. She looks at it and goes, well, this looks like the work of a witch. Of course, they can't be for sure. Pretty witchy. So they, she takes a picture of it, and then they make about a thousand copies mm-hmm. um, of this, and they send it everywhere to a priest. The priest is like, I know a guy that probably knows about they this. They put it on telephone poles. Have you seen this totem? I know. It, like, you know, know no, they didn't. But <laughs> they did send it to all the police stations and... Um, do you, do you ever wonder as you're watching that the scene where the kid gets possessed, you know, whether she chose them or if she just put it underneath that house and it was a random type thing? Do you ever wonder that? Well, he she it's it looks like she targets them because how does she know that she's they're gonna move in or that they did move in? Well, I mean, because she was possessed pretty quick. I mean, yeah. it was right after they moved in. Later in that, later in the film, you find a triangular. She's been. Uh, she has. 
Well, this, the person, so we'll just say there's a person behind it, right? It's a witch behind it. We know that. This witch's lore is she has to do a certain step, and she has right. to have some red people, and there's a triangular thing. So it looks like she's just targeting people near her mm-hmm. to get this demon what it needs, and they're just unlucky. Well, I was going to say, it just sucks that they moved into her house. I just wonder if maybe she put it under there before they moved in, or, you know, because there's no explanation if she was targeting that kid. Um, we just don't know. It would have had her been there before they moved in because he walked in there moving you with know, that water bed already that there. Was, that was so the thought, but if nobody's there, then. Because you. T- there's my mind going again. I don't understand where you're going. Because somebody, maybe somebody's living there before. But it doesn't matter. If she's and then they moved out, but I'm just saying, if she had put that totem there while they were in there, why didn't possess one of them instead of. You see where I'm going? I think she... It's just kind of weird. I I see where you're going. I think... I assumed she planted it there when she knew that they were moving in because it explains... Now, I don't know how she knew this. There's a few things that kind of gloss over in this movie. She She knows... She's one of Satan. She knows a lot (laughs) of stuff that's not really explained, but it explains, I believe, in that big A satanic book, you know, it explains that... In order for the curse to work correctly, she needs to possess a child, a lover, and a holy man, right? So she originally goes after the child, and then the child becomes the lover, who's Arnie, who gets possessed. And then at that the end, that worked out well for her. Yeah. yeah, that's just lucky. And then, but the child, it, the demon ended up leaving the child and went to Arnie, so it never fulfilled the destiny of yeah, the child. So it took over that girl um, in. Long Beach. I don't remember where the crap she was. Yeah, but Long Beach happened before this. She she had been gone for six months before this happened. I know. I'm just saying. Like she she had to have planned this all out. I think because um, because did the did the girl who killed her best friend? Did that, that happen was way six before? Months before right. This because they yeah way before. So that the whole switching over. What she has to do. The lore in this film is you're right. You have to do that, but you have to take a life. And you have to take your own life, and, and I, then the demon gets that soul. And I get yeah. that. It's just that the part where they glossed over where how she chose this child, or did she oh, choose? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Did she choose yeah. this child, or did she just choose that house and hoped? I mean, I didn't think fair. about that's that just, other girl that killed her friend. I, I didn't think about and that other girl. Yeah. I didn't think about that being way earlier because I thought that that girl became the child, and Arnie became the lover, and then she goes after no, that, Ed, who's said, the holy man. They said they've been gone. They've been missing for like six months. So that's what I'm talking. About. I oh, understand okay. the lore and all that. It's just. That's the a little that, murky on how all that happened. glossed over is how they, she chose that child or she chose that house or yeah, whatever it was. I, I don't know. I do agree, but she does have a photo of Arnie on the altar. So I wonder if, I mean, I don't know how she got that, to be honest. I mean, like, on the altar, she has a photo of Arnie once they possess, possess him. So I'm not really sure. If she, I mean, she, honestly, she, she's like a shadow. So she can, like, photo shot. Of course, it's, none of this is really important. It was just no. You're, my, my thinking is all. Well, <laughs> and to be fair. Let's think about it this way too. So uh, you find, you know, you do all this Arnie stuff, and um, they're trying to figure out. They find out the lore that he's, he's already killed somebody. So now the thing is to tell him to kill himself. Right. And so they call the Warrens and like, hey, he's trying to kill himself. And they say, put him in twenty four seven watch. And the dumb priest gives him glass. So whatever. But um, it gives him holy water, but gives him freaking glass. Um, whatever. Put it in a Kool Aid jammer pouch. Okay? Put it in a red <laughs> solo cup. Who freaking cares, man? Um, but. So you get all that, but if we're going to jump ahead just a little bit and we can come back, but she, whenever she basically possesses Ed, she's like, she's like just teleports to his house. Mm-hmm. So it was a possibility that she was there during the possession mm-hmm. that she could have just, she can, she can teleport in like a shadow. She's not, she wasn't really in their house, but she's like a shadow in their house all of a sudden. So I don't, her powers are not explained enough for mm-hmm. me to be able to like, well, I don't, I mean, she's pretty powerful. She's basically yeah. Satan. Um, it was it was so I agree with you that was so, so strange. I don't know because how she can do it. I didn't know if I she was. Your question. Yeah, I yeah. thought the whole time I thought she was just a chick. I didn't think she had any kind of special ability. Now I don't know what kind of weird deals people can make with the devil. Whatever, I'm not into that. But her deal was I to give give souls to the demon. Yeah, give this demon souls or and or get wrecked. I did want to say that <laughs> as far as yeah. the story of this movie goes. I thought it was interesting that it took this direction as far as a Satanist trying to lure demons, trying to please these demons, because we've never, that's what's causing all this ruckus, is this one Satanist, right? We've never really, I can't really remember a a movie where I've seen something quite like that before, but at the same time, I thought that was interesting, but at the same time, I thought, 
well, this is just a chick. That's not as scary to me as it would be like a demon or something. It's just a woman. That that loses some of the tension for me. Does that well, make I mean, sense? It did until you find out what she can freaking do. I, I feel like she's pretty scary. Like I, I, I agree with you until you find out what she can do. Because that last the last sequence of the movie is just mm-hmm. her being like a demon, basically. Um, but no, and I I don't know if it's multiple demons that she is possessing people with or just one. Because I have no clue. Now she's, I thought it was just one that was yeah, just so, going all over yeah, the place. So that's yeah, what I, I thought, thought it was one too. Okay, so that's we're all on the page there. Okay, thank you. I wasn't sure, but she's got seventy five well, demons up in here. She, it's she, legion. So, anyways, we will go back a little bit. But we talked about her quite a bit. But. You, they go to this, the priest says, hey, I know a guy, I might know it, right? And they go to his house. He has a witch room um, of all this witch stuff. Because this he, place almost as scary as, yes. maybe more scary than, than, than the than the Warren's, than basement? Warren's place. I mean, <laughs> they I mean, got it, a lot of creepy stuff. Yeah, and his it, stuff is, And his stuff is wow. not um, blessed, mind you. All yeah. their stuff is blessed. His stuff is just That's true. thrown around like witches. <laughs> and Willy-nilly it's tossed like about. A, it's like a American Horror Story coven. Just like, it's a, it's a big coven and his, down there. Yeah, just and his, some stuff is, his stuff is more... Satanic in nature, as yeah. far as books and it's, and talismans and things like creepy. that, it is freaking. Yeah, creepy. because they know immediately. They go, "Hey, I know this one priest. He knows all about the occults. He knows all about this stuff. He can translate." You got demon Latin written in that book there. I know a guy who can translate it, and it's Denethor from the Lord of the Rings. And I yeah. was I was so surprised to see John Noble working again. I haven't seen that guy in really anything since the Lord of the Rings. And, but Lorraine, and Lorraine Lauren did whatever. not want to go down that basement. She was yeah. like, she was like, nope. I'm out. Yeah. Guys, no, thank you. She's even like, Ed, please don't touch anything. She's the only one with a brain. Even though they, they, had, they did take some stuff home. They had to. They took the big Satan book home. Um, they don't name it. They don't As name you it, do. So it's a big Satan yeah. book for me. Big Satan book. Um, so they take it all home and they get the, you know, and you have a. Probably got it a, from the evil dead. Yeah. They have a kind of a subplot where Lorraine, they were like, hey, let's go to this place because someone got stabbed 22 times, you know, and they do this subplot where she's like, if you help me, I'll help you. Give us a case file of them. We'll find your girl. And it was more for, like, some of it was funny because they were like, well, we don't believe you. Pick out the knife that happened. She goes, I like this one. Whatever. I mean, that was fine. Yeah. And they go out there, and this, the sequence out in the woods is really good. It um, is pretty good. It's It shows you what she goes through. She had to basically kill somebody. Um, you know, she didn't really do it. She's taking the place of it. Then you get the scene from the trailer where she fa- almost falls off the cliff. and turns Something out, grabs her, yeah. Yeah, which is fine. Uh, that part was... I wish was it, it in just me? I've thought this. I saw the trailer in the tv spot just for that part a hundred times so i saw this a lot was it just me or i don't know if it was the lighting or what it was in that sequence when she runs to the edge of the cliff and she is she is you know taking the place of that demon in her mind however she you know she works as like a psychic medium or yeah, whatever she's the same place as that woman yeah she's in the same place as that spirit and she follows it off the cliff and and as soon as she falls it off as soon as she falls it follows it right to the edge of the cliff and then boom the lights come back up i thought it was cool but i don't know if it was just the lighting or what that looked fake as crap to me like the backgrounds and though it just looked like they were randomly placed in front of a green screen i don't know if they were or not i don't know just in that moment i was thinking this lighting is so weird why does it look so i don't know it just looked weird in that instance that's not what i caught it i caught it on how less sweaty ed was I don't know. I'm just like, Ed was so sweaty going through the woods, man. He was like passing out, and all of a sudden, no sweat. No sweat. Yeah. Either, he became Superman right there, man. I mean, when your wife's in danger, you become Superman. And yep. You don't pass out from a heart attack. That's good, yeah. Uh, but no, he doesn't have his pills. Then that becomes a funny joke through the whole movie. Mm. I don't know if it's funny. If you want to call it but that. But it became a joke through the whole movie that he doesn't have his pills. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they get the case file because they find the girl uh, because she's more supernatural. So they go home. And Ed's starting to, like, lose it again. You know, like, Lorraine's like, hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this thing, and you do your thing. And um, all of a sudden, Ed's like, I'm going to pass out. So he does. You know, they're like, he's like, well, I got to get this thing translated, and I got to do it all. But he's had a hard, he's had a hard day. His heart's pumping. Um, he passes out, and then he wakes up. And I'm like, well, this can't be good. Because it's the Conjuring wake up. There's a different wake up in the Conjurings. Um, and, it's, and in the Insidious a little bit, when he does in the Insidious movies. Um, he has a different way of waking up when you know something's wrong. Um, and it's just creepy, right? You know, and even before this, I don't know if we can talk about the morgue scene. Did you like the morgue scene? I didn't like the morgue I did. scene. I thought it was a little, I don't know if I liked it. I, I liked, liked it I quite liked a it. bit, actually. I did. <laughs> I, the only part of the morgue scene I liked was finding out that she has a channel to the person, and it's two-way. That was cool. Now, the bloated people, 
don't know. If, I, don't, I, just, I don't think it looked very good to I me. Didn't I, mind don't know. It. I, I didn't mind it. I thought it looked just like a fat guy that was all painted up in makeup. And I, I thought that's what it was because it was just a random dude that was laying on the table. And then as Lorraine is channeling this demon, you see the you see this guy sit up. And I'm like, oh, crap. And then he goes over it's and you on. see the guy get up. And it's just... Lorraine, Lorraine, yeah. hurry up! You gotta Get with stop the program. It. You gotta, you gotta stop. Go. And finally, he ends it right before he gets annihilated. Now, like I said, it's probably just a hallucination, but that I, part wasn't. I, I thought it was, was. I thought it was creepy. I think she was making it happen because she had the two. Yeah, I mean, because he fell at her. He fell at his feet. Yeah, that he was fell real. down. Now, the next part wasn't real. And then the Warren's house. That part yeah. wasn't real. I don't think. But I, I don't mind this scene. I just, for me, I just saw a lot of that coming with. I saw a big person. Like, I wonder if that person's gonna get off the bed. That's fine. I don't mind. I just didn't like the scene as much. As You're saying because it was obvious. I thought it was pretty but obvious. It, but it was. I thought it was. I decent, thought it was though. pretty. Even, I, if, if I was Ed doing a hundred of these studies and the lights go off, I'm like. <laughs> I get you want to go turn lights on. Maybe just check your surroundings. Like when lights go off in your situation, know where you're at. It's probably yeah. not great, but it's fine. I did like. You know, he's like Lorraine. I like the part before that when they're like, "Oh, it's closed." He just, he's like, he's like, "We'll leave a note and hits it open." I thought that was funny. I guess. Yeah. The whole scene itself was not my favorite, but I get why people like it. I just, I thought they were just trying to add more horror elements in it when it wasn't a scary movie anyway. So I get why they did it. Yeah. I get what you're saying, and that's the thing. It wasn't. Um, it it may have been kind of a stereotypical. <laughs> seen the way it played out um but i felt like it was executed well enough that i thought it was pretty creepy some movies it wouldn't have been good in and, i agree and the the two-way connection between the, the two great. ladies was really good i thought that they they really uh showed that really well and and they they really pulled that part off anyway. we're just gonna really call really it well. zooming they're gonna yeah, they're okay. gonna, I, whenever I, they're, they're zooming, zooming. skyping no no they're gonna do it no no we got it now it's the Ray and Kylo thing. It's the. It's That's a, exactly what it is. It's the force seeing, whatever they call it. The force projection. The force projection. So they can force project. It's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. No, but I thought it was cool whenever she's like, "How are you even doing this?" She's like, "What are you?" And she's like, "I'm." Awesome. I'm your worst nightmare, ho. Yeah. I don't know what she said. She didn't say, really she didn't say anything. No. She's, she's actually scared. And she is. She's your worst nightmare. She is. She she is. is. Yes. And so yeah, she a creepy old woman. Yeah. <clears throat> so they go back to the Warren's house. And he passes out. He wakes up. Uh, turns out that he's seeing bad things. He sees yeah. the big old bloated fat man again um, coming at him, and he's like, well, Nobody wants to see that. No one wants to see that. No <laughs> no one wants that. I mean, yeah. you know, and he's like, I'm going to fight back, right? He's got a knife, and I'm going to kill it. And then all of a sudden, you find out, oh, that's Lorraine. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and little... I don't know. That's the, what I made don't me, know the assistant's name. That's what made me think that the that the whole bloated fat man was a was just a hallucination the whole time. I, I think the first one was real because he was there, and then he, she projected it back because he it actually mm-hmm. happened to him. And, and, that he, sense? and he Kinda, fell, yeah, he fell at his feet in the morgue. He did, yeah. He, he fell f- to the ground. Well, that's because he right jumped out of, of the way of it. Right in front of him. So he was still there. Oh, but he was He was yeah, dead yeah. on the floor. Yeah, I, I think he was real there. And then he, she projected him there because that was already a scary instance for him and his mom. Oh, okay. It's not important. I was it's just not. wondering. I, I, I get what you're saying, though. That's how I took it. But, and but then, that also shows that she's powerful. Yeah, little, assist, yeah. little assistant dude. No yeah. one knows his name. All you need is a concrete altar with a pentagram exactly. and the, the wonders you can achieve. If yeah. only we knew sir and sooner. Did, and you just know <laughs> Satan pretty well. Yeah, you have to be homies with Satan. Not a big deal. Um, but little... Let's not open that can of worms. Little assistant dude stops him. Uh, he's like, Ed, what are you doing? You What's know? his name? Like, No one knows. Uh, I'm, I'm, no. Um, I'm gonna look it up. I think it's like Chad or something. You thought I was gonna be racist. I did. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say something a little derogatory. To be honest, I would not do that. Um, Anyways, well, Pat, you find that out. I'm gonna keep talking about this a little bit. Um, So, his name is Drew. Drew. I knew it was just a basic guy name. I was. I knew it wasn't gonna be a basic name, but I I, I almost said Chad. Yeah, and when he said Cha, I said no. So, anyways, but we can go on. I guess Um, Lorraine decides. Well, I'm gonna go. Get this, um, it's in like demonic Latin or whatever. It's like he, it's, it, no, it's not Latin because they know Latin. It's in something Aramaic. Aramaic. It's, it's yeah. part Aramaic. Latin, part Aramaic, yeah. part. Super demonic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can't read it. She's like, all those gonna, demonic languages. She's like, I'm going to take it to our demonic priest friend mm-hmm. that knows all about Aramaic. We should all have a de- demonic priest friend. And he's like, okay, we'll stay here and we'll triangulate what, we'll try to figure out what is in common with these cases. Right. So they split up. Always a good idea in these movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Always. And uh, we can cover more ground. We'll split up. Yeah, it's just like Scooby Doo. <laughs> um, anyways. Right, Yeah. There's even a dog. No, it's not. That. So 
they before she leaves, Lorraine tells him, was like, what do you think she was? She's like, well, it's kind of muffled, a little wet, you know. Um, her train, so that's kind of cool. It helps none at the beginning. And so they look at the yeah, map. You're like, could you be any more useless, like, Lorraine? It's really? dark. <laughs> she, she is she's like, that narrows it down. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. It's but dark. Then they try to figure out where the train comes from. I get that. It's dark yeah. and I heard a train. So they triangulate it, right? And they're like, well, there's an outlier. Why is this one chick 100 something miles away and these other two are 15 miles away, right? And they figure out, well, she got possessed in freaking Fairfield. Where did she get her totem? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, um, even before this, you find out that freaking Ed has been totemed. Um, that's why he's seen all this stuff. In his house, yeah. Yeah, the, he's like, where did those come they from? They see these black roses, <laughs> yeah. and he goes, how long have those been there? And they're like, I don't know, they arrived yesterday. They were fresh when we got them. Well, they sure as crap don't look fresh right now. So he has a totem. It doesn't seem to affect him like other totems. I don't know. why The, 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 the totems are not explained. Um I think she put it there just measure them. I want to know where she got all these well, bird bones and stuff that she's making. It may be that she need. It may be she needed that totem to enter their house. It could be. I don't know because she enters that house like in, like a shadow and just like just waves at him and leaves. So mm-hmm. I don't understand that. And I, uh, that's okay. You don't have to. I, she's just powerful. Oh, when she's point. in the window there. No, when she's in their freaking. When she's house. actually in their she's house like in the study. She's like as a shadow. Type she's look like she's oh, looking yeah, through stuff, right. trying to figure out who they are. And yeah. Like, oh, they know who and that's are. when Ed tries to kill his wife. And yeah, all that junk. Um, who so hadn't been there? Am I right, boys? They triangulate <laughs> that that all happened in one spot. That she's probably near. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's wet and a train. Like, well, I can tell you right now, these trains don't work. I'm like, how do you know that? But uh, Drew, but he, he knows it. So. <laughs> they had to make Drew useful <laughs> yeah. somehow. Drew's Poor like, guy well, didn't the, do anything. These are commuter trains. They don't go past ten. I'm like. Sure, Drew. Hi, I'm Drew. I can read map. Out of yeah, <laughs> out of the three, of course, two. Drew, run. the train spurt here. Yeah. He's like, well, so it's got to be this one. And they're like, well, it's got to be wet. Oh my gosh, the river. <laughs> no so, way. And so, of course, he, yeah, their detective skills are a little strange, right there. <laughs> they, but they are. You know, we had to get there, so I was <laughs> on board. The writing is bad there. It's like you said, the writing can be clunky. Right here, it's like they were just trying to get you there because Lorraine's already going to her, to the place that's happening. Mm-hmm. He's like, they just had to get you there. They had to get you there, and I mean, if you didn't already know at that point, I had a feeling, dude from Lord of the Rings, not a good guy. Um, I don't know, just demeanor. It's not that he was a bad guy. I no. don't think he was a terrible no, person. No, I just don't the, think he did a good job raising his before kids. Before the no. reveal, though, <laughs> that's what I'm you know, saying. Before the reveal, priests of, should not be raising kids. Before the reveal, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so before the reveal that it's his daughter, I was saying that I didn't think he was in good tidings. But turns out he was actually a good guy that just his studied kid. witches a lot. And his kid was like, I like witches. Yeah. I don't like Satan. His and kid so became obsessed and everything yeah. with his with his obsession pretty much, but in the wrong way. And you find out that he's actually a good guy. Now, I thought from the beginning he was going to be bad because they kind of painted that way. It's kind of a good pull, up, pull the rug off from under Yeah, and he just bit. seems like an undercover douchebag. He seems awful. He just it's, seems yeah. but creepy. See, you get the same... The same trope throughout. You see it in so many movies. I was just trying to protect my child. I was just trying to protect my child. I mean, but that you, was that was kind of his could excuse. You kill her though. I mean, like as a, I'm. I mean, like I know. A, I know, but that's hard. that's kind of the excuse you get in all these movies. I was mm-hmm. just I was trying to protect. My, I knew who it was, but I was trying to protect my child. In your head as a priest, you could say I'm killing Satan. Mm-hmm. Good. Anyways, uh, <laughs> she's Satan, basically. No, but. You find out it's his daughter. He's like, I tried to raise her right. She just likes witches. And likes yeah. some sa- she likes Satan, man. She's a and witchy I, woman. What can I say? Satan's for some people, right? Like he's saying, basically. And I'm like, yeah. Did you sure? guys, were you guys kind of, were you guys thrown off by that reveal? Did it surprise you that she was his daughter? No. Nah. I figured that. I didn't see it coming, but whenever they threw it out there, I went, okay, yeah, that's I checks. figured he had something to do with it. Mm-hmm. From the from the moment we met him, mm-hmm. I didn't know how he could have something to do with it. You find out it's a girl. I was like, well, maybe it's a family member or a. A lover. A yeah. lover. I didn't know. You know it turns but. out the occultist they've been looking for the whole time, it's like, oh, it's actually this priest's cousin's stepdad's roommate. Twice removed. Twice removed. Yeah. And it could be that, you know, another reason it's, it being a priest is they kind of throw you off because priests ain't supposed to have kids. So, you know, yeah, it yeah, could be that. I agree. It could be that kind of thing. They did pretty good with the reveal. It's not that the reveal just, like, shocked me, but I didn't really <laughs> think it might have been his daughter because he was, like you said. So, the reveal's good. Yeah, yeah I was just curious. But it's no, like... Great reveal. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't really pull the rug out from under me. I just went, "Oh, okay." I didn't go, "Oh crap, no way!" Especially as soon as just going through this book of a kid, I'm like, "Ah, so it's the omen." (laughs) Okay, yeah, (laughs) obviously. Um, But no, you find out that it's his daughter. That her little dungeon cave thing is in the bottom of his house. 
and he gives Lorraine a head start and goes, hey, because you find out the only way to st- stop this curse is to um, break the break altar. The altar yeah. Which fi- weird. Which fine, I guess, because it's a stone altar, um, and Lorraine is not strong enough to push it over, which might make don't think anybody would be. Makes um, sense. I'm sitting there going, girl, nobody's going to be able to. I don't, I don't know why. I'm like, that's got to be like a ton. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> a joke. That is an like altar. See, it's like, like it's six feet of concrete. Yeah. You're just going to knock that over. You see her getting on top and trying to jump up and down. Even if she, that's, that's thing is, even if she was able to, would it. That thing was moving. I thought you could just like throw the books off. You know, like just like swipe, no. every, swipe the altar off. No, you got to break the concrete, I guess. Lay a tablecloth on it and then yank yeah. the tablecloth out from underneath There's all no the stuff. Rules. That thing wasn't moving. There's no yeah. rules on this altar thing. Um, so, and then he's like, well, I'm going to stand for my daughter. You know, I've got a, of course he's not going to freaking kill her, but he's got a pistol out because he knows Lorraine's in trouble. All of a sudden she just jump teleport shadows and just yep. cuts his neck open, right mm-hmm. open. I'm like, slits his throat and bolts. She's like, that is she, one creepy, witchy woman, yeah. creepy, cruel woman. She's right creepy. There. And that's when stone cold, that's what I was saying earlier. It's not creepy until you find out what she can freaking do. She's like she's a creepy person, but throughout the film, until that part, it's not that creepy because it's a woman. You think that's? Just I thought like it was creepy because I didn't know who it was. But then when they find out it's just a person, I'm like, oh, well, it's just a person. Yeah, but she's got she is a person. She's got powers. Like she's got some demonic. It's crap. weird. I don't know how they. I don't know how that works. But at the same time, again, she, I'm not very well versed in that. But my satanic stuff, you know, I'll explain it to you later. Uh, it's a little. <laughs> at the same time, you're going back and forth between this and Arnie, and Arnie's about to take his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this whole thing is like a big deal, you know. You, you got the, the we just talked about a quiet place. It's not done, it's not done as well as a quiet place. But they're going no, back no, and forth, so back and forth, and it threw me things, off as much because I was more invested in Ed and Lorraine. Honestly, I was like, if Arnie dies, Arnie dies. Yeah. But we know he doesn't because it's a freaking true story. <laughs> if he does, he does. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I liked Arnie and all, but I was like, I'd rather the Warrens live personally. So um, you go on this whole thing, and you know, Ed gets there and he gets down there. She flu powders them from Harry Potter. And what like, is that even? That was a I cool mean, scene, though. I mean, I, I like she, that. Well, she's, she already has a hex on her or whatever, so I'm guessing whatever she whoosh, into his face just makes him see things again. She's like, take some salt, boy, and then it's just... Not explained. I don't, yeah. I just took it as she's a witch, and she has flu powder from Harry Potter. That was just... <laughs> what I took it from. <laughs> it just confused me. Here's um, some fairy dust. Now go kill your wife. I don't know. And, all, and what is he seeing through that? He's. I don't remember what he sees Lorraine as. Did they really show you? I don't, just, I don't think they showed you. I don't think he did. just goes red, right? And it like could, he just yeah, sees red. It, it, it could yeah, be his eyes just go red. I assumed that he had vision, like like, a like Predator does. Yeah, or like um, a, could be seeing a demon, or like Arnie saw. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You just you don't I feel know. like you know our budget's kind of going. Like <laughs> I said, I don't. Just, I don't remember them out. showing what he was seeing. Okay, I was I was watching. I couldn't remember, so I was, I'm glad no one else can. So I'm guessing they didn't. I don't think they do. But he brings a sledgehammer down. He's just. He's just willy-nilly in this sledgehammer around this little cave thing, just taking out walls. Mm-hmm. This cave's going to fall, and I thought, nah, it's fine. Um, but, you know, and then they and then they do. Go ahead. But then again, as soon as you pick up the sledgehammer, you're going, okay, we know what's going to happen. We yeah. know it's going to end. Yeah. I didn't even think about that for a second. <laughs> I thought, why does he have a sledgehammer down there? And then yeah. I'm like, oh, he's going to. For, for once, smart of a character in a, in a horror film to bring its weapon with him. Yeah, most of the time they leave it up top. Yeah. Like, oh my axe <laughs> most of the time left like, it. Oh, I forgot my chainsaw <laughs> back in the car. Yeah, uh, but no. And then I, let me ask you this: What do you guys think about the power of love in these movies? In this movie, do you think the power of love is good enough to break a curse? I don't think it worked as well in this movie as it did the other movies. Love conquers all. Because it is I, a theme throughout <laughs> the Conjuring. I like the fact that right? it is a theme. It how, is how Ed and Lorraine's love has been able to overcome a lot of the terrifying stuff that they've seen. I like that theme in this movie. Or, not in this movie, in these movies in general. However, the way it's just kind of thrown at you, just brought up haphazardly near the third act of this movie, I didn't buy because, into it as much. Because they danced in the gazebo? Yeah, and that was... <laughs> yeah, I that was, was like, okay. That was something I just else that, It felt clunky, that's what I mean. That was I just, something else that... I. That was one thing I did not feel needed to be in this movie. Because it was like a... Five minute little thing where the gazebo, the power love thing. The, no, the thing where they all of it. This is how we met. Thing. Oh I, yeah. That, w- that did not need to be in this movie. Let's also. I know you still. You still even could have done the power of love thing without that being in the movie. It's a big theme in all the movies. By the way, that's a dynamite track by Huey Lewis in the it's news. Awesome. It's fine. It's a great. I understand track. what I'm bring it up. How dare you say like it's, it. fine. It's, it's fine? It's a great like it. track. But Huey it's, Lewis is awesome. It's, okay, whatever. He's great. Fine. <laughs> Can we get past it? Um, yeah. Don't you dare defy They Huey definitely Lewis. missed an opportunity here. And I know she was in The Nun, but why couldn't they just use Vera Farmiga's um, sister as playing her? 
could have happened. Younger. That's true. Very cool. Been done. Very cool. Been done, but that movie sucks. Well, and she was supposed to be 17, and her sister's like in her early 30s now. Yeah, but have you seen her? She, she does look young. I mean, I'm so just it's like she's 12. It doesn't matter. I, but yeah. I looked at my wife. I was like, they missed an opportunity. That would be kind of cool. Anyway, stupid thing I thought of. But um, going on, the power of love breaks this curse. She, he can finally see again. He sees white instead of red. And of course, she's, she's against the altar. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how strong that is with a bad heart or how fragile his altar is, but he takes one swing. He's a, he's a beast. This thing crumbles. I don't know if it's just like... It's broken half, I think. Yeah, no, no. It breaks in half, but it like breaks in like pieces. Oh, does it? And I'm like, so this altar has no rules. It's like Thor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought he would have to take at least two or three shots this thing. One no, shot just obliterates When it, that man. adrenaline is pumping through his weak heart, <laughs> one shot is all he Without needs. Without a nitro. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you, and then you look back and freaking creepy daughter chick is like... Well, crap. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, what do I it do? It cuts to her I and she's screwed. like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you hear like a like a demon in the back and she just gets crumpled. Like right. I like paper. that Ed said goes, uh, Ed said, Ed goes, oh, you promised a demon a soul and it's going to take one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, so, I'll have to do with yours. She, it's like, but at this point, does she even have one really? <laughs> she got wrecked. That's all I know. I that was a great scene too when she starts good. contorting and stuff. Oh. Like, and then she just falls over and all of her limbs are <laughs> yeah. cracked around. And I just... I wish we got we got some lore in this of what lore sorry if you didn't hear me but lore in this of why she's doing it but she's been doing it for a while I don't know how how many souls she have to give up to this freaking demon is it just to give it she's just doing immortal? it for fun at this point I'm, I, yeah in was, my mind was it was the purpose in my, there was no purpose in this right, right? there was no purpose I thought that I, so I just made up a purpose myself um, I thought it was she gets souls every once in a while so she can stay alive that's what most people do like a, maybe immortality but they don't I don't know did, did anybody did that. Did anybody else catch why she's doing it, really? Not really. No. Okay. I literally I mean, thought it was like, hey, Satan is like Satan. Immortality is what I figured. Like, and I can oh. see, I, I guess soul I could, for soul I guess I could yeah. kind of see that, but I mean, she's still... She's still aging. I just but, thought she was I obsessed mean, from, with the devil. I, don't, if you, I didn't if think you, much more into it. If you figure from the time that they gave the date of her birth to this was the early 80s, she was about 50. Mm-hmm. She, she looked about, it. So she's still, she's still got plenty of life left. Why do it now? Why... And, know, there was, hey. and there was nothing in the past, and she's been doing it. Maybe she just got. Maybe she's just now a mess. Maybe ma- she's a not going to be powerful now. enough to do it when she's. Old. She could be a mess Satanist now. We don't know. That's yeah. true. That's one thing about. Well, not anymore. Movie. Yeah. No. Ma- no. Samuel L. Jackson didn't grant her the rank of master. So <laughs> true. That didn't happen. We do need that. Um, yeah, we have to have that scene. <laughs> she goes. It's unfair. Yeah. It's insulting. <laughs> Sorry. I just wish that would have. There's some stuff in this movie that could have been pulled out. Yes. To put in a little more lore of why she's doing it. Mm-hmm. Overall, I love the idea of a witch is possessing people to do things for her or to, you know, pick souls. Because not, I can't think of a movie that's done well in. Um, I can't really think of a movie where they've done something similar to this. Yeah, really. and it's just new. And it's hard to do yeah. new stuff for me. And I'm sure there's an old, old movie that's done it that's not very good. Probably. Because horror's a big genre. But, in my favorite genre, so I should probably know, but I don't. But it's just a different take from the first two. And I think that's one reason it's not doing as well because people just want the Conjuring Three, a haunted house. And I think I'm on the other side of it. I like they took them out. I like that they mixed I, it up too. I yeah. do, you know, and could have been a better movie. Yeah, sure, sure. But it's a third movie in a franchise, but, and you're it's tough. And it's, it's better it's than Insidious to, Four. And, and it's hard to live three. up to the first two. It's hard to live up to the first two. It just is. Yeah, and there. Th- I mean, the thing is, I mean, IMDb is not where you should go. It's just the audience thoughts, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I looked them up. And they're not that high. This is going to have 6.5 right now. I think that's a little harsh. That is. Uh, for me. But we'll see what we think, actually, in a minute. But And then the first country is 7.5. I think it's better than that. And the second country is 7.3, which I think is better than that. So it's definitely got the Horror work. movies are very weird with people because yeah, they, they either are. hit or they don't. And a lot so. of people go and see them, and they're like, wow, I hate horror movies. I don't watch it. Let's give it a one. I wanted <laughs> to ask you guys one more thing before we, before we give our grades and everything here in a minute. Um, the movie wraps up. Um Nice pretty bow on it. And then they play the tape of the actual footage from the possession during the credits. That screwed me up more than anything else in this movie. I thought that was awesome. I would say it really did. It was the only part that kind of gave me gooseies. Yeah. From J-Lo herself. Because it's real. We were were sitting there watching it, and uh, Heather goes, "Uh, you got to turn this off. I think you would have benefited this movie. They would have just done that a couple times throughout the movie. Like... Or just how, whatever. How could they have put that in organically, though? Probably I mean, not. I'm just saying. It'd be yeah. Cool. But I think it just it has to get you on the. Do you believe mm-hmm. in this 
tough. Do you believe that the Warrens really have dealt with this many possessions, and do you believe that tape is real? Because tapes can be – I'm not on either. I'm not saying either way, but it makes the movie creepier because it's possibly happened. Movies, horror movies that are possible are always the scariest movies for me. Mm-hmm. And um, stuff that's based on true stories, it it's just creepy. Makes it scarier. Yeah, yeah. Yes, even though the, sometimes movies aren't the best, like the strangest movies are the best movies. No, but the, some of the creepiest because it's possible. Yeah. Um, and that's I think that set a tone at the end of the at the end of the movie that made the movie better for me. Listening to the actual, it sounded like a freak. The, the same yeah. thing. It, it sounded, sounded like a demon. demonic. Yeah, and for sure. I did really like the in credit scenes of showing them side by side of what mm-hmm. they look like. Yeah. The actual trial. Uh, that kind of stuff's always cool. I always like that stuff. Um, they've done it before, but other ones too. But I thought it was cool in this one because they showed it. They did an actual clip, like mm-hmm. you said. And I like that it gave you the info as well about mm-hmm. the yeah. about the characters in the movie, about Arnie, about his girlfriend. By the way, hats off to her. She sticks through him through everything in this. I'm sitting here going, any other woman would have left well, you yeah. so hard. And she, you know, of course she believes it. So which helps. Well, I think that it. helps big time. Yeah. You know, she was there. Seeing is believing in these yeah. type of movies, and she's. Seen a bunch of possessions, and maybe that speaks to you know the authenticity. I mean, she Possibly she you know she mm-hmm. stayed with him, she married him, she still she, married. You know. That's and, cool. And, yeah, and I do like the fact that he got out of death penalty. They don't explain why he just served five years, which sucks. You lose five years of your life, but you didn't. But die. he only got five years. Five years, years. so he was, not bad for manslaughter. He was actually he was sentenced to twelve years, only served five. Yeah, he got convicted for so. manslaughter, served five years of it. I guess you said twelve. They didn't yep. say that in the movie. You must have read that. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, re- I think I read that too. Yeah. So five or twelve years—it's pretty good. Part of good behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah. crowding. No, it was, no, it was excellent behavior. He—he mm-hmm. he was. Well, uh, he's innocent technically. <laughs> so yeah. he was—he was sentenced to sentenced to twelve years. Get out after five because of good behavior. Well, good for him. Married his wife while he was in prison yeah. after four. Man, so. you're right though. I gotta give props to the girl. Hats to her. Hats off to her. Pretty tough. Um, yeah, it, it wraps up in a bow until it doesn't. It, it is a good bow story, you know what I'm saying? But then it, Yeah, then all it the Conjurings actually have a happy ending. I think that's the point, the love theme. He even gives her a gazebo. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Which is, and she cries. So, uh, and we're most likely in a fourth movie. This movie's doing well. Um, Will somebody build me a gazebo? No. Um, <laughs> you didn't even think I about thought, it. I was like Jordan might, but you I guess put not. No thought Sorry. Maybe your wife will. I didn't have a romantic evening with you in a gazebo, so it's hard for me to do that. <laughs> well, that's well, a good why thing. Why can't we start now? <laughs> no. We're I'm talking out. about it. Anyways. Um, no. <laughs> but I'm thinking this is going to make another one. It, it Probably. It won the all box office. Not by a lot. I, I, I kind of hope they do because what they're doing with the rest of the universe really sucks. Let's bring back James Wan, though. As they're doing right now. I agree. Let's that, bring back James Wan. That would be Wan. fantastic. Um... Cutting because forward, yeah, one, it's doing well. It made twenty four million domestically the opening weekend. Beat out a Quiet Place Part Two by about five million. Yeah, it made like nineteen point eight or something. So like that. yeah, it, it beat it out, uh, which was interesting. I thought a Quiet Place might make more just because it was such a big hit when it first came out, and this is streaming, well, obviously. So, well, but which, it's doing well. Which so. does speak to it, I think, of how popular the Conjuring series is for it to come out on HBO Max and to go to theaters and still mm-hmm. make more in Quiet Place too. It, I mean, that's and it thing. shows that people still have a hunger to go to the theater because Godzilla vs. Kong has been crushing it over the last couple months. Yeah, yeah. So. And, you know, Conjuring is, is one of the more popular franchises as far as, as far as horror goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's people lo- people like it. People enjoy it. So, yeah. yeah. Why yeah. not? All right. So, let's, let's go ahead and grade think? it from um, A to Z. What are you guys thinking here on The Conjuring? It's not Conjuring 3. It's The Conjuring. That made me do it. I'm going to call Conjuring. Conjuring 3. I'm going to say 3. Yeah, just, yeah. The devil made me do it. I'm going to go first because you guys are just sitting there and that's I always go what first. So it, it usually is, yes. That's how it works. You're just uh, sitting there too. Don't act. I, we're you're all, not standing. We're all <laughs> like you're dancing a jig we're or Why would I record this whole thing standing? Anyway, Maybe I'm going to give The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, a B-. minus. Um, I enjoyed it more so than I thought I would. Um, I didn't hate it. There were some things I wish they could have done better. But overall, it wasn't terrible. Um, I was not greatly surprised but i was still pleasantly surprised by how lack of terribleness it was if that makes any sense at all yeah it does i i enjoyed this movie i had a really good time with it uh like i said i didn't get bored that was the part that always gets me if i get bored in a movie i'm out but i didn't get bored it kept my attention all the way through i had no problem with this movie whatsoever not as good as the first two but still very good try to emphasize that it is still a very good movie and walking in here, I had a grade of a B minus, and I'm gonna keep to it. Okay, so you're saying this movie is just like 
one letter grade, tech, not a letter, like one, because you gave a choir place a B plus. I did. Mm-mm. It's hard know. for me. That's a pretty <laughs> close comparison, give an a. man. No, I'm just joking. I just want to give you a hard time. That's um, the, I mean, whatever hits you, hits you. It's true. That's how That's it true. is. So I want to say that I'm going to give it a better grade than you both of you. Not by much. Um, but a? a plus, man, no. <laughs> um, I think this movie. It was the gazebo. Yeah, the gazebo just tore me apart. Um, no, I think it's a pretty good movie for not being a terrifying movie and keeping my interest, um, which doesn't do well with me. Horror movies, if I, if I go into a horror movie, I want to be like kind of creeped out. want to be freaked out, yeah. You want to be scared. That's the point. But this movie does well without really... There's a couple of sequences that are scary, mm-hmm. creepy, but it's nothing horrible. I've, we've seen a lot of it or whatever, but no, I'm going to give it a solid B. I don't think it's... Yeah. I think it's a solid movie, and it's, solid, it's a solid third movie. That we, I want to emphasize, this is a which third is, movie. Which is hard to do. Uh, any Even the sequels are hard to do. Yep. I mean, we can go through that. Might even do that. I've thought about that during you know, podcasts of just bad sequels. You know, just whatever. But there's plenty of bad sequels, especially horror. Horror sequels are not good, usually. Yeah. And to make three, two, two, I think, outstanding, and one pretty good is a feat in itself. Because the universe itself is not good. No, it's not. It's not I've a good universe. I've seen the none. They've yeah. got the Conjuring movies that are good and Annabelle Creation. The rest are up for interpretation for you guys. But I don't there's like quite a few movies. That's true. None uh, of them are really very good besides no. those. Yeah, Annabelle Creation is actually pretty good. Uh, but anyways, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, so we're all kind of landed the same place again here. Yeah. Uh, B, B minus, B minus. I thought you guys might hate it and give it a D or something. But I'm I glad was, we're all on the same page. I enjoyed it. We got done with last. Um, I watched it Monday night. And me and I both looked at each other. I was like, what do you think of it? And she goes, honestly, I liked it. I was like, mm-hmm. I did too. I've, it's one of those things I was like, I'm going to buy it, of course. But uh, I buy most movies. But. It was, I definitely watched it again. Yeah. I mean, it's not something I'm like, you know, it'd be cool to watch Conjuring 3. And I'm like, no, I hate it. I was <laughs> like, yeah, let's watch it. Yeah. I mean, why not? It's fine. <laughs> that's, that's what we say about The Nun. Yeah, yes. No, I never watched that movie again. Um, but anyways, yeah, that is what we think of Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Definitely watch. It's on HBO Max right now. Yeah. For free. Till July 4th. Or go watch it in theaters and help out theaters. I, I would have liked to, but I hadn't had the chance to. So. Yeah, I agree. I didn't have I, an opportunity to either. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, busy weekend, but. You yeah. should have, yeah, yeah. You should if you you should if you haven't already. It's it's worth watching for sure. But um, yeah, those are our thoughts, feelings, and opinions. Um, what did you guys, the listeners, think of the Conjuring? The devil made me do it. Whatever your thoughts, feelings, you or opinions are, you have to say it like that. Uh, whatever your thoughts, feelings, or opinions are on the movie, you can let us know. There are places you can reach out to us. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Hit us up and let us know what you guys thought about this episode or any episode for that matter. But until next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We'll see you guys then. Peace. <laughs> Thank you.